What's up? Welcome back to another episode of So Good So Far. I'm Nicole. I'm Jackie. And we have an awesome episode for you today. We have our first guest on. Um, We'll introduce her here in a minute, but first we're going to do just a little life update for you guys. We actually have a lot of life updates this week. Compared to the last couple weeks, we've uh, had a pretty exciting and eventful week. Well, yours last week was like... Yeah, that was a pretty crazy week. Pretty eventful, (laughs) I would say. And oh my gosh, my friend messaged me. I have to find this message. Yeah, so if you listened to the podcast last week, you'll remember what happened to me on a date last week. Yeah. Jackie had a catastrophic hinge really? date. My friend messaged me and she was like, I have an almost identical story. So she says, okay, I'm dying laughing at Jackie's hinge date scooter story. And I have a very similar story, except I wasn't drunk. I'm just clumsy unable, and unable to ride things with two wheels. She says, remember how I shattered my wrist on a Razor scooter the day before school started in sixth grade? I've refused to ride them ever since. And apparently that fear transferred over to bikes in adult life because I won't ride the rental bikes or scooters. Which, like, you ride the rental bikes over here. Yeah, but it took a lot. I used to be afraid of bikes I, as well. I literally hate riding yeah, bikes. But now that I don't have a car, it's like, if I'm if I'm afraid of bikes and I don't have a car, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I Like, what are you going to do? Walk? <laughs> I mean. I mean, I do, ew. but you can only get so far. You really, yeah, 30 minutes maybe. And I'm really out of shape. So she says, so anyways, I'm on a date with a new guy, and this is like the fourth or fifth date. He decides we're going to ride bikes. And I say no and tell him I'm afraid of them, and he talks me into it. He's a police officer, so he probably has the same presence as Jackie's firefighter. (laughs) (laughs) So we ride these bikes over one of the big, super busy bridges in downtown Austin. We're going over the bridge, and I get distracted because my purse is falling out of the basket, and all of a sudden, I hear my name, and my college ex-boyfriend that I was in love with was jogging by and recognized me on a date with this new guy and said my name. I eat shit on this super busy bridge in front of my ex and the new guy. No, that's way worse. (laughs) And all these strangers stopped to ask if I'm okay. My knee was all torn up and I seriously thought I broke my elbow. It was in the beginning of quarantine, so I had a telemedicine appointment. And the woman said I probably had a stress fracture and told me to rest it in a sling for like two weeks and take it easy. So now I don't ride bikes or scooters under any circumstances. I mean, that makes sense to me. I have never ridden the scooters. I they do not dangerous. like riding bikes. They're so fast. Okay, I know I was a little drunk when I was on it, but <laughs> you're like they're it was fast. going so fast. <laughs> they're fast, and they don't have like a medium speed. It's like you're either just like pushing along yourself, or you're going max speed. How do you? There's a brake. I know how. I know how you brake, but how do you make it go faster? You just there's a little trigger, and it go when you and that push makes it, it, go it makes it go okay. fast. Hmm. It makes it go faster. It sounds super dangerous. It is. It's not safe. I'm not a bike rider. They don't come with helmets. Stop for me. And I hit my head. Oh yeah, that's what you need is a helmet. (laughs) I could have gotten a concussion and I could have sued them. Actually, they probably Probably. have you signed something. And then you'd have to be like, I was intoxicated. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't the alcohol. It was just who I am. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they tell you like, don't drive these if you've had anything to drink. And that's that's probably half the time people are driving them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Going into our life updates for this week, uh, we both went over to like a tiny gathering for our friend's birthday yeah a little bonfire in the backyard with a few people we went over to her house for a little gathering yeah and we didn't really know anyone else there. yeah we didn't know anybody yeah it was just we just knew right? each other yeah i didn't know anybody yeah, I didn't else. Know anyone else but we they were did, all cool but we did meet a character we met this guy when we got there he was he was already really drunk. Yeah, he definitely does not remember us. No, no chance. Well, yeah. surprisingly, he remembered your name better than that guy who was, like, really sober. <laughs> that guy could not remember your name he for kept- the life of him. This super drunk guy, I presume he was super drunk. He's also smoking a lot. So he, was, he wasn't fully there by any means. He was being, got the vibe. We both were like, eh, this guy is just, like, kind of annoying. He was, like, shouting over everybody. Well, I thought... I was just getting annoyed with him. I was also sober when we got there, so I was like, oh, this dude. <laughs> and so I go inside, and I went inside to pee at one point, like 20 minutes into the party probably, and party. <laughs> with and, six people there. Yeah, literally six people. Um, and as I'm leaving, he was coming inside, and we kind of like got caught in a hallway where we were trying to Did both dance, go around each yeah. other. And I was just like, okay, I just like want to get past this dude. And then he was like, do you want to take a shot? 
And I was like, oh, okay. Can't get behind me without a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I was vibing with this guy at this point. We go over. He's cutting up a lime with the dullest knife I've ever seen. <laughs> he was holding it, and he wanted me to cut it. And I was like, this absolutely is not going to end well. So he ended up cutting it uh, surprisingly well for the state of intoxication that he was at. And we took a shot. And then I was like, okay, like maybe he's not not that bad. Guy wants to take one shot with me, and I'm like, all right, I guess he's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys start talking? How I did you guys the, start talking? The because more then- he got drunk, the more he just would interact with me, and I, I just was bewildered at his interactions. I was just bewildered at his at the things he would say. It was just amazing to me. What was he saying to you? I don't remember what he was saying. He, I don't. Think I, I wrote was some of it down. Oh, you wrote it down? Uh, yeah, oh, I wrote God it down bless. during the day. Hold up. He was saying the funniest stuff. Well, he kept asking us our names, and he asked Jackie's name, and I was like, it's Jackie. He couldn't remember it. I was like, Jackie like Jack-o'-lantern. And she was like, I don't hate that. So we went with it. And then I said, Nicole like Nickel, which is like so almost exact. It's so easy to remember. <laughs> because he was telling us his name is Evan like heaven. So he kept trying to figure out our names, couldn't do it for the life of him. But he just kept saying the most wild things. I got up at one point and you were like, do some figure skating. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was a little drunk. And then he just yells out, she skates. <laughs> well, he kept going into the bathroom. And then while he was in there, we'd be talking in the kitchen. And he would be eavesdropping and just yell out random things. Like At one point, Jackie walked by and she was like, Nicole. And he yells out, Nicole. <laughs> in the bathroom, the closed door. I was like, bro. <laughs> this other time he told me that... He only has two pairs of pants. Oh my god, yeah, I was there for that. <laughs> a pair of jeans and a pair of corduroy pants. <laughs> and I go, how do, you, how do you do that? How do you only have two pairs of pants? And he goes, I keep them laundered. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's pretty simple, bitch. <laughs> I do laundry. <laughs> and then we were talking about religion, and uh, I, I asked him if he was Catholic. He was talking about... Uh, Catholicism and I was like are you Catholic and he goes yes but I don't listen (laughs) I am but I don't listen (laughs) could not be me yeah and then and then so then he was like all right we're gonna take another shot all of us and he was like okay before before we take a a shot we gotta go through everything we gotta do right and it's really okay yeah salt then tequila then lime he's like well I have to go to the bathroom first so he was like bathroom salt tequila lime (laughs) That was when he was in the bathroom forever. And then, I don't know what happened to Jackie in between this period of time. But he was in the bathroom so long. Jackie was like banging on the door, telling him to come out. Then she sang the full Star Spangled Banner. It's the only song I know all the lyrics to. And actually, I don't know all the lyrics You were like, those are not the lyrics, dude. Yeah, they were not the right lyrics. And he was in there forever. So finally... We stepped away from the door. Then he opens the door, and he's still sitting <laughs> still on the on toilet. toilet. His pants are down. Yeah, he was sitting on the toilet with his pants up, and he <laughs> opened the door, and he was like, I'll be right there. We got a picture of that, so it's we'll really probably funny. post that. We'll post that on yeah. Instagram. And at this birthday party, another crazy thing that happened is... Um, the guy. Oh, yeah, the guy. The, so our friend's sister our friend's and brother... Like, whose birthday it was. Our friend's whose birthday it was, sister and brother, hired a guy to come and sing songs to her on her birthday yeah like a like i don't a, even know what they're like a telegram. party clown but he like had a guitar but instead of clowning his stick was that he would play guitar yeah so he i think they had given him songs to play he played mama yeah. mia which was a real treat that was a treat um he played i like big butts he did play I like big butts and he played sweet caroline yeah and hey jude those are all the ones i remember and then he like what was not hearing anything jackie was saying i was literally invisible it she really was, was my superpower <laughs> she was yelling to him i was like dude like, what your is name? your favorite song what's your favorite song to play he did not answer it, he was not far away no. at most eight feet no this man could not hear me it was honestly incredible at, at that point we were just shouting things at him to see if he and then hear. later though he goes I know you asked me what my favorite song is to play. I was like, like oh, so you just weren't responding? <laughs> Excuse me, bitch. This is the patriarchy? I don't what time for this. What the fuck? It's fucking ridiculous. So that was really interesting. Yeah. So, like, what what else happened to you? This week was actually so busy for me. Eh, busy. It was, like, eventful. So last week, the day after we recorded the podcast, for last week, I left to go to Telluride with my friend Tanner. 
we went to, we actually went to Buena Vista first. These are all places in Colorado. We went to Buena Vista and stayed in this super cute hotel. I am getting married there, 100%. It's definitely too expensive, for sure out of my budget, but I'm gonna make it work. It's so cute, it's called the Surf Hotel. So we stayed there, then we went to the Sand Dunes. And let me just tell you guys, I've been to the Sand Dunes when I was a kid. I, I was really young, so I don't remember it a ton, but we got there and Tanner's like, we're just gonna hike over the first dune so we can not so we can kind of be away from people and like have sort of like a clear background to take pictures because we were really the main point of the trip was that we really wanted to get some good content we went yeah we were like we're gonna do a little getaway and then the more we started talking about it, we were like okay we got to bring like all these good outfits and get all these cool pictures so we went to the sand dunes the sand dunes are so hard to hike and I'm not even talking about the dune parts. You have to walk maybe like a quarter mile to get to the first dune through sand. I am incredibly out of shape. And No, it's, it's literally like wearing ankle weights it's to do it. It's so hard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can hear you guys laughing at me already. <laughs> it is really tough. I was so out of breath. It was embarrassing. I, we got some cool pics. Was it but cold? Like, mm, no, it wasn't really cold. It was... Did you just take your shoes off though? It was windy. Um... Yes, I was wearing Vans to hike it, and that was fine, but barefoot was definitely easier. I don't know if there's any form of shoe that would make it much no, easier. No, maybe like those webbed shoes, like where there's like slots for all your toes. Ooh, I do not those like that. Worst. I do not like, I do not want my toes to be hugged individually. That just Mm-mm. sounds uncomfortable. So anyway, we did that hike. I was so out of breath. We had to stop on the flat part. Before we even got to the dunes, I was like, Tanner, we have to stop. And he did not believe me. My lungs felt like they were on fire. I legitimately felt like I was going to collapse. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. Because once we got up to the top of the dune, I felt pretty much fine. We took all the pictures. And then walking back again was so terrible. On the flat part. I don't know why that was the hardest part. I mean, we didn't. We only really went over like one dune. So. I don't think I know enough about physics to answer your question. Yeah. Anyway. We went to the sand dunes, went back to Buena Vista, stayed the night there. Then we went down to Uray and Telluride the next day. Pretty uneventful. We just like took pics and went to the mountains. But it was really fun. I'm trying to think if I have any other life updates, but what about you? Anything else fun happened besides Evan like heaven? <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting week. So I hung out with my parents the other day. I went home for just a day and... They're just such eventful people. My mom is one of those people who's just like extremely loud in everything she does. And so if something good happens or something bad happens, either way she's screaming about it. And I don't know which one it is until I ask her. And so I'm like sleeping. It's like Sunday morning, I'm sleeping. I hear bloody murder screams from the kitchen. I'm like, this woman's dying. This woman has to be dying. (laughs) The last time I heard uh, her scream that way, she had cut her wrist so deep that she had to get stitches. Oh my gosh. So I was like, like, and this was louder. This was louder. So you're like, is she giving birth? What's going on down there? (laughs) So I go down there. A fly had. A fly had flown into the buttermilk. And then when she was pouring out the buttermilk to make pancakes, the fly came out. Someone was screaming, bloody murder. Oh. (laughs) Mandy, Mandy, Mandy. It's like, I don't know if she's, if she got tickets to a Bruce Springsteen concert or if she's dying. Like, I, there's no difference. There's no in between. So I also got played by our last podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, Title. That was hilarious. Yeah. I just looked at my phone and I had a notification from Spotify that said, listen to the newest episode of So Good So Far jackie and nicole tagged you in a post and i was like how did they tag me on a post on spotify <laughs> so i clicked on it and started playing it and i was like oh my god i got played by my own like, damn title but this is the literally the whole point of that episode yes was that that's how they get you to get on social media is they'll they send you a notification like so-and-so tagged you in a post or so-and-so's your friend so-and-so is on facebook and then and jackie fell you. for it i fell for and it she texted me about oh, it and i sent her the most fire gif which was the DJ Khaled one, where he says, congratulations, you played yourself. You and played yourself. It was perfect gift use. It was perfect. Yeah. So this week, we're going to be talking a little bit about boundaries. Yeah. We're going to have a special guest on. We're going to bring her on in just a couple of minutes. So stay tuned for that, the main part of the episode that you probably came here for. Oh. 
All right, so now we are going to bring on our guest. Um, she is a videographer, a style consultant. She is my sister and our first guest ever on the podcast. Please welcome the newly married Paige Conway. Hi. New last name alert. Yay. Yay. I haven't got it changed legally yet. But oh, you haven't? The thing it's still It's a lot. Is it weird to say it? Yeah. It's yeah. super weird. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't seem really like feel it's your name. It doesn't like flow the same. Yeah. But I feel like I'll, I'll get used to it. Yeah, you will. I know. I feel it like it'll... you had to get rid of that alliteration. Yeah. Paige Pilgrim. Just... Yeah. It's over. <sighs> your initials CPP. It's really amazing. <laughs> no, it's CPC, so. Um, oh, yeah, because your first name isn't Paige. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you tell us your social them. security number. Get us all listed. <laughs> um, no, tell us where you're from. Okay. How old you are, what you do, just tell us a little bit about you. Well, hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be the first guest. Um, I'm Paige. I am 23. I currently live in Denver. I've been in Colorado my whole life. I work in retail, and I just got married, so that's a big life event. Yeah, tell us about your wedding. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I was there, but Jackie wants to know. I'll tell Jackie now. about it. <laughs> um, it was super fun. It was... I kind of expected it to be like really, really stressful and like kind of was just expecting something was going to go wrong. I was like trying not to be like getting my hopes up, but it honestly was perfect. Like I don't think one thing went wrong. It really didn't. It went surprisingly like really well. I know. Like and I've been to a lot of weddings. We've videoed some weddings and it's like something always goes like a little wrong or like the bride cries or whatever. And like I didn't cry all day besides no, like tears of joy. No. And, yeah, it was like, I was so happy with the way it all turned out. So, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Nicole gave a speech. It was truly a hit. A hit Fire of the speech. Can't That's wait. what I do. Always the comedian, never the bride. <laughs> I'm waiting to tell that joke. <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about boundaries. Paige is a, what do you call it? Like an expert on setting boundaries. <laughs> She's always, it's always like, you need to set a boundary. You need to set a boundary with this person because I'm really bad at it. Yeah, I'm horrendous at it i I, wouldn't even i just feel bad i feel like i had to look up what a boundary was before this episode (laughs) okay i'll loop you in after doing some research it makes a lot more sense to me but it's something you have to practice for sure Mm -hmm. for sure yeah so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today um i do want to give a little disclaimer i'm not a professional i don't have a degree i have a high school diploma and that's it uh (laughs) so it's just something that i've learned a lot about and i love therapy therapy's awesome i recommend it for literally everybody literally everyone literally everyone doesn't matter i'm looking at you jackie Yeah, our first question for you is, when do you think you started setting boundaries in your life and why? Because it wasn't always something that you did. Obviously, you realized that it was very important to you for some reason. Yeah. So Did you learn about it in therapy? I I learned about setting boundaries in therapy for sure. And I think um, think there was a point when I first started kind of setting boundaries where I didn't actually like have a word for it. Like I didn't know what, but I was just like, I don't want people to like walk all over me anymore. I think I kind of started setting boundaries. I would say like late high school, I was in an abusive relationship and I had no boundaries whatsoever. I had no respect for myself and obviously this person had no respect for me either and because of that obviously it was a terrible relationship but I just remember thinking like I need to have like quote standards in my relationships of like how things should go and like what I will allow and not allow from people and so that was kind of when I got like an idea about it but I never really knew like words to put to that but then when I started going to therapy I think I like learned a lot more about it and learning, like, you can have boundaries in all relationships, not just romantic relationships. Like, yeah, friendships, family, acquaintances, like, it doesn't matter, yourself. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about it. You yeah. should have boundaries with yourself. For sure. And also, I feel, yeah, like, for sure. There's a lot of different types. But that's we what we were talking about. We were, yeah. like, there's actually so many different types of boundaries. Like, not just boundaries with these different types of people or relationships but also mm-hmm. boundaries with like your time boundaries with your energy whatever things like that totally so like I said I wasn't even sure exactly what boundaries are I mean 
I've heard the idea, but it's never really clicked for me because to me, I didn't understand what am I getting from setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand what it did for me. I'm like, yeah, I don't want people to like, you know, make me feel bad. You know, I don't want people to be negative towards me, but I wasn't exactly sure what that meant boundary wise and what my own limits were. And when I looked it up, the definition, it said it was guidelines or limits, rules that help you identify what are reasonable safe ways to act towards yourself or others and how other people should act towards you and then what happens when someone crosses those how you will respond to them so boundaries isn't just how people will act towards you it's also how you will respond if they don't act that way so when it you are setting a boundary like for you what does that look like yeah i feel like i guess it would kind of depend on like the type of a boundary but i would say like maybe within like another person um it can look a lot of different ways i feel like it depends a lot on the situation but you can have boundaries like say surrounding your time and like somebody invites you to go out and you know you know i have plans at 8 a.m the next morning so i can't stay out super late so just saying things like i'd love to come i will have to leave at nine o'clock or whatever and then sticking to that and I mean, that's, like, a really basic one, but that's one of those that, like, we all are, like, oh, like, I'm just gonna stay, and then you're, you know, then you're... Or you feel, like, you feel bad, like, you feel like you have to stay. Right. That's just an example. Nicole and I I just did that. We literally, we, like, (laughs) I feel like we left at a reasonable time. We wanted to No, we said we were gonna leave at at 11 p.m. I felt bad leaving because it was our other friend's birthday at midnight. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, I'm gonna stay. And we were, like, We still adjusted our own boundaries, we did. Yeah. And I think it can be also like there are boundaries that are like singular where you're like, I'm just setting this boundary for tonight. And then there are things that's like, this is constantly something that I'm going to draw a limit on. And that's like when it becomes a little bit like more serious where you would tell somebody like, I'm not comfortable talking about my sexuality with you or whatever. Right. And, you know, those can be different for different people. Um, but yeah. there are things that I think like those can be concrete all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the difference between, like you said, a one-time boundary. Like, I can come over for this long, but I have to leave at this time and not letting someone push that. I think it's more about, sometimes it is for yourself by being like, I have to leave at this time. And that's that feels more like self-discipline to me. Yeah. Whereas a boundary, it feels like keeping other forces from making you do things that you didn't want to do or... Mm -hmm feel a way you didn't want to feel that was what I was having trouble with is I couldn't decipher between discipline and boundaries Mm -hmm. and yeah when we were like okay we're gonna stay a little bit longer at this party well that's more discipline but I feel like with boundaries it was more like I did this to make someone else feel more comfortable right and it crossed my own boundary it wasn't because of anyone else but I just don't have discipline and I would say like that's I feel like that's a situation where like if you told somebody specifically like say you guys went together and you said Nicole we have to leave together at 11 you're my ride home and then Nicole was like oh like I want to stay longer or like I got too drunk to drive and you're like that's when you could set a boundary and be like okay I'm not gonna go to functions with you together anymore because you aren't respecting my boundary of like when I want to leave so I'm happy to go to the same thing but like I won't be relying on you for x y and z yep so that's like a one-time thing And then I was going to ask, what does it look like to set a boundary that is long-term or Mm -hmm. long-lasting? Like a friend actually who has a family member that has like crossed some boundaries. And so she's like giving me this situation. I'm like, here's the perfect way to set boundaries. Love. Yes. Um, (laughs) But basically she has this family member who will show up at her apartment unannounced when her and her boyfriend are like trying to watch a movie or have dinner, go to bed and this person will just show up and be like, I brought food for all of us. Like, let's all hang out. I was just in the area and I just thought I'd pop in um, and really isn't respecting like their time um, or the fact like their or privacy. Like their privacy. Yeah. yeah, totally. And so it's, to- and I told her like, it's totally okay for you to just say, I really appreciate you thinking of us in the future. I'd like to ask that you don't show up unannounced. Yeah. And call us first. Right. Just call us first. And so I think the, I think a th- something that people struggle a lot with boundaries is like they feel really awkward and really uncomfortable to state and in a way sometimes you can feel like am I am I being like robotic or sounding or weird by like like mean I always me has never set a boundary in my life I'm like (laughs) I always feel like I'm being mean with the boundaries I don't set (laughs) right but it does sometimes it can feel do you ever feel like you're going to offend that person 
Or is that just, like, not you? Are you just, like, blessed with not being a people pleaser? (laughs) I definitely do. I don't ever want to hurt somebody's feelings. At the end of the day, I feel like setting boundaries is an act of self-love. And, like, it's not really for other people, necessarily. And I always say, like, I would set the same boundaries with anyone. Like, I'm not going to tolerate you screaming at me when we're having a disagreement. Just like I wouldn't tolerate it from an acquaintance or from a romantic partner like it doesn't matter who it is for the most part like my boundaries stay the same for me somebody else might be okay with screaming that might be what they're comfortable with in a disagreement but I think just if that person has something to say when you set the boundary like well you're being selfish or you're that really hurts me you can just say like it's not intended really for you or to hurt you but this is something I wouldn't be comfortable with no matter who it was. Yeah, no matter who it was. This is it's my personal. personal boundary. Mm-hmm. If you can't respect that, I under I respect your choice to like not be around me or whatever that means. Yeah, I feel like also if you are so worried about that other person, you're not worried enough about yourself. And I mean, that needs to be the priority. And so I feel like part of the reason why I'm not good at setting boundaries is I don't prioritize my own needs ahead of others. Like uh, this, the Chatty Broads podcast, mm-hmm. you said that you had listened to it too, right, Paige? Yeah. Yep. Um, they had a really good analogy about the giving tree, mm-hmm. about how people will give, 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 and I'm just here to for people to take from. And I feel like I can really relate to that because, you know, I'm just like, I'll give you whatever you need, whatever you need, you know, because uh, I feel like I don't really need a lot from other people, but... I don't know when I'm like, okay, I'm stripped of everything and I I need to mm-hmm. take time to like regrow my own whatever things I have on a tree leaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are those things? What, what are those things on no, leaves? Money, hopefully. I totally agree. I feel like, and everyone's can be different. So like sometimes it can be hard because you see somebody that's setting like to what seems to you like really strong boundaries and you're like, whoa, they're like not allowing anything you know they're not taking shit from nobody and it's like for some people you might be comfortable like I have friends who just love to give and they love to go out of their way to like do things for other people and they don't care if they ever get anything in return and that's not what it's about for them and like I think that's awesome and everyone's boundaries can like look a little different depending on like your life experience depending on your traumas depending on your family or relationship dynamic like I think it's okay to have different boundaries too and not feel like you have to do the same boundary that somebody else is doing just because it works for them. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. I I also came across something that said, you know, there's the four attachment types mm-hmm. and the ones that are anxious attachment types, oh, yeah. are, they tend to be the victims and the avoidant attachment types tend to be savior, savers. So it's like you have one person in a relationship who's giving everything and one person who's taking everything. And in that relationship, boundaries are not set well and usually those types of relationships don't succeed and it's people who are secure attachment types that end up succeeding because they can make secure boundaries for themselves and know how to not cross the other person's boundaries or know what to do when they do accidentally cross them so the next question i was going to ask which kind of goes off that is why like why is it important to reinforce and stick to the boundaries you set and what do you do if someone crosses your boundary like how do you reinforce that and stick to it and say no this is like what I've set this is how I want to be treated or whatever it is Mm -hmm. how do you do that if someone keeps crossing the boundary yeah well for the first part of the question about like what why it's important it's important for yourself like that's like I was saying like it's a it's an act of self-love to maintain your boundaries you're not doing it for anybody else so no one else is really going to be probably too bothered if you let a boundary be crossed so the only person that's going to be upset is yourself right you're right the only person that's hurting is you i didn't even think about that right and <laughs> shit uh, <laughs> and wisdom blowing my mind <laughs> hot uh, take everybody this is the hottest take of the day uh but on top of that like no one is entitled to your time your energy your body no one's entitled to these things and you get to choose how much of these things you're willing to give them and it can't I mean it's not bad to give people your time and your energy and um but just knowing your limits to protect yourself and yeah um yeah I mean like yeah the only person you can hurt is yourself by yeah um and then to go off of 
what to do when a boundary is crossed, I'd say the first step would be to reiterate the boundary. And then, you know, if they're usually a good person, will apologize and be like, okay, like I totally, you know, forgot that we had talked about that or whatever. And like, you're going to face that where people forget things or they misstep or whatever. But there will be times where people don't care and blatantly disregard exactly um and in that situation i think you can say what your plan is if they cross your boundary by saying like if you can't have this conversation with me without yelling i will be leaving and then you can leave and i've had to leave before in a situation where i was not comfortable and it's super awkward and The person usually ends up feeling really bad and, you know, you usually work it out. But there are times where you have to protect your energy and, like, even if it's super awkward and uncomfortable and that person's like, wait, 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 no, I didn't mean to. And, you know, whatever, I'm sorry. You have to still say, like, I understand, but I've already explained to you that I'm not okay with this. So I will be leaving and um, we can maybe return to this conversation another time. Or maybe not. And that's yeah. okay, too. Yeah. yeah. I like I like how you say preserve your energy or protect your energy. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that same thing. I wrote that down, that boundaries preserve our energy. And I was thinking a lot about the idea of introvert versus extrovert and how no one is completely extroverted or introverted, but you need to find your own limits. And this more pertains to boundaries with yourself, I think. But I noticed that when I spend too much time with people because I'm a little bit more introverted. If I spend too much time with people, I'll start to get annoyed with people. I'll start to find that I'm like self-conscious and overthinking things that people say. And if I just have time to myself, then I will be fine the next day or whatever. So noticing where we're losing our energy or on the opposite side, if I spend too much time indoors, I'm like, I'm going stir crazy. I need to see a person, which is funny because I just spent the last three days inside. It's <laughs> good. Um, that sounds amazing, actually. I know. I'm like, oh, people. I Now I'm like, okay, well, I feel like more energetic by seeing someone, you know? And it's like preserving your energy is maybe the goal with yeah. boundaries and preserving your self-worth. Yeah. And I, I think kind of going off of that, too, like you can always explain it to people, too, in the way of like, well, and I guess to preface that, you don't. You're not required to explain your boundaries to people either. If you feel like that would help in the situation or you feel like comfortable enough with that person that you, or you respect that person a lot and you want to explain to them why you're setting the boundary, like you can. Yeah. You're not required to explain yourself, but like I would say, for instance, like with Cody and I, my husband. <laughs> oh, um, we love him. Um, I, how, I many do, time, like, wait, how many times have you said that? Since I've only said it a few times and it feels so really exciting. whack, but <laughs> I like it a lot more than fiance. I hated fiance. Ooh, that's I such like an like, People are like, my fiance. <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know. I would just honestly say like my boyfriend and they'd be like, aren't you guys getting married? And I'm like, I mean, yeah. My boyfriend with benefits. <laughs> it's like fine. I'm like, oh my fiance Cody. So... But with him, I I do like to sometimes, like, explain boundaries to him and be like, this is why this is important to me. I'm going to go more in depth with you because I care that you know the reason behind this. But not everyone needs that explanation. So just knowing. You don't have to explain it in the way that you're trying to make them more comfortable. Like, I feel what you're saying is that you're explaining it to Cody because... That's just one example. Cody's amazing, first of all. (laughs) He's not, like, out here, like, crossing boundaries day in and day out. But... If the reason you would explain it to somebody is because you're like, hey, I want to, I'm setting this boundary and here's why. Mm-hmm. Rather than being like, I'm so sorry, like, this is just because I need to protect myself and like, I need to have my boundaries and my space, my time. It's like, no, you can just say, you can only contact me during these hours of the day and that's that because I have a job or like, you don't have to even say why. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say why. Yeah. You can just say, I'm going to be busy today from nine yeah. to five. Call me after. I will answer if I'm free. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge problem that I have with a couple of friends who will take advantage of my time and my energy and be, like, calling me all the time, getting upset when I don't answer, things like that. And it's like Paige would say, tell them I can't talk during that time of the day. And I'd be like, well, I feel bad. This person really needs me during this hard time that they're going through. 
But then, then I would turn around and be like, they're constantly texting and calling me. And Paige was like, set a boundary, my guy. <laughs> well, and I feel like too, like you were talking about preserving your energy. That's so that when the time comes where you're free to talk to this person, you're going to have been energized or like feeling better because they haven't been sucking the life out yeah, of you exactly and okay. so now you're going to be prepared to take their phone call and say i can talk on the phone with you from five to six while i'm making dinner call me then if you're free and i think a lot of times people do feel like too like if i set a boundary or set boundaries like that i'm just making everyone work around me or like constantly work around my schedule but that's not the case i don't think if i if you ever said to me call me between five and six while i'm making dinner i'd be like that's so rude of her like what if i'm not free then like okay then it's like okay, i'm not then, free then and then right. we'll talk later like this is life and we can't expect everyone to work on our schedule and so that's that when you set a boundary and someone's like i can't call you or that i mean i wouldn't say that's a boundary i don't know cut this out anyways <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to talk boundary <laughs> tell me i have a situation i set a boundary and i'm just not even sure if i did it well Okay, lay it on me. Okay, so um, I had a friend who, I just made this friend, he's a new friend, and so we have kind of a a back and forth that can be, be a little bit raunchy, but he had made a comment about my own body that I didn't like. He said that I have a flat ass, which is not true. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, honest to God, the opposite. It's not true. Say, Every like, guys, stay tuned. We're going to post a picture of Jackie's ass on the podcast. <laughs> She's like, Instagram. I'm not comfortable with people talking about my body. And we're like, Jackie's got a fat ass. <laughs> and at first I was like, oh, I don't like this because I don't. He's just spreading lies. Like, this is slander. Yeah. I don't have a <laughs> fake news. Ass. But then the next comment he made was, but your friend has a fat ass. And that was where I was like, no, you've crossed the line because I don't like when you talk about my own body, but I won't kick you out of my house. But now that you've talked about my friend's body, I will kick you out. So why am I setting boundaries for other people? <laughs> my well, like, it sounds like... Don't talk about my mom that way. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that's... I mean, that's great that you you really asked him to leave. Yeah, I was like, get out of my house. Good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you talk about my body, and then you talk about my friend's body, now you gotta go. And, like, yeah. comparing women, like, gross. Yeah, it was, com- it was the comparison that really made me upset. Yeah, I think um, that's awesome that you did that. I think that's super badass, and <laughs> cool that you stood up for your friend. I definitely think it would have been okay for you to have even asked him that, to leave before he said anything about your friend like just if he said something about your body that made you uncomfortable yeah um yeah because so what the reason why I was already uncomfortable but I didn't ask him to leave well I was uncomfortable because I when I go on stage to do stand-up I wear baggy clothes because I don't want to be sexualized on stage it makes me uncomfortable to feel like people are looking at me and like imagining what I look like under all my clothes so I just am like I just don't want them to imagine anything so I'm just gonna wear a sweatshirt and baggy jeans and stuff so it bothered me that he was sexualizing me not while I was on stage but just that he had been sexually me at all because Mm -hmm. it's like you haven't seen my body and I don't owe you an image of my body Mm -hmm. so it bothered me then but I didn't ask him to leave until it hurt my friend and I feel like it's usually because it's like I feel like my friend's worth deserves my protection but my own worth I can protect on my own time and what like whatever anyone else says it only matters if it bothers me yeah I feel like that's really common that we want to like defend our friends because that almost too feels like less um selfish yeah less selfish and less like confrontational Mm -hmm. because like if yeah definitely less confrontational that makes a lot more sense yeah less uncomfortable like to just tell this guy like oh like you're gonna say that about my friend like get out and then he's like oh she's just protective of her friends but I do think like if it makes you uncomfortable for yourself like you were saying just learning how to identify like this makes me upset just point blank even if I feel like I can bounce back from it or whatever like that's not really what it's about because now you're having to take this emotional energy to bounce back from that yeah exactly that you shouldn't have to be doing that and the bottom line is like I think you could set a boundary with this friend still and say hey the last time you were here I noticed that you made this comment and I asked you to leave after you said it about my friend but like to be honest you don't need to be making comments about my body like 
to me, and this is just because I'm a people pleaser and I'm also a sensitive person. It like if someone set a boundary with me, I don't think I would be like, oh, that's so mean. But when I do it, I feel like if I was going to do it, <laughs> I would feel like it was mean or that it was going to hurt them. I think also because you've already, it's harder when you've already set a precedent. Yeah, when you've already yeah. let them yeah. do that thing. They're like, well, exactly. I used to do this before. Yeah. yeah, and that's a big thing. When you first start setting boundaries, people will be defensive. Especially if you've known them for a long time. Yes, for sure. And like you haven't you, set that boundary before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you start setting boundaries with family on something that you've allowed them to talk about in front of you before, and now you're saying, you know what, I'm actually not comfortable talking about politics with you or whatever the subject could be. Well, we've talked about it before and you were fine. Like, you just all up in arms, blah, blah, blah. They're going to belittle you, probably. I mean, who's to say? Maybe somebody will take it amazing and be like, I totally understand. But chances are that you might get that kind of a response and you just have to say... I understand that we've had conversations like this before and they have made me uncomfortable and because of that, I don't want to have anymore. I mean, and again, like yeah, I've I said before, you don't have to explain yourself and you can just say, I've now decided that I'm not comfortable with Yeah. That. One I, time I went on a date with this guy and then he brought me bread. It made me feel uncomfortable that he baked me bread and brought it to my house because I was just like, it's very intense out. move to just bake someone an entire focada. For sure. You know? That's- <laughs> and, and then because I let him do it, he was like, I'm going to bring you some more bread. And I was like, well, I already let him do it. So I have to keep letting him bring me bread. <laughs> like, it no, sounds fine. No like I don't want it. I don't He's want like, your You fuc- said you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, I guess. I just don't want your focada. Right. Because I, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, it doesn't have to do with the bread. I, like. I just it's don't It's your like personality. You. I just I'm don't like you and keep bringing me bread so it's hard to break up with you. Yeah. I, that's hard. That would be a hard boundary to set for me. Free bread on the doorstep. I mean, you're like, keep coming back hey. just with bread. It was warm, and bread. he included hummus. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, did he make the hummus? <laughs> he made it. Stop. From scratch. Look, look I'm this guy must have sucked. <laughs> Personality wise. Well, okay, so do you have any? We'll probably start wrapping it up, but do you have any like final. Wait, Nicole, do you have any comments? final comments about like any a bon- s- boundary story? Like a scenario. I mean, you know, like I've had a couple of friends who will be going through something and yeah they are the type of people who will take and take and take if you let them and it doesn't mean they're a bad person like I don't have bad feelings towards these people or negative feelings I I don't it's on me for not telling them like I don't have the energy for this right now so I don't want it to come across like well they just sucked and they were just an energy sucker and they were a negative person in my life. Like that's usually not the case. It's usually just that they're going through something and I'm always available. I make myself available. I give and give and give and give my energy and I don't preserve it just like Jackie was saying. And you know, I mean, just like I was saying before, you know I've had a couple of those instances because then I will come and like vent to you about it. And then that's not fair either because then I'm like using your energy to vent about it because I'm not setting this boundary. I know that you've given me advice in those situations. Have I taken it? No. (laughs) Obviously not. But I've been, I've gotten better at like not answering the phone, which is really hard for me because I feel bad. Right. Truly they were going through a hard time and I'm the kind of person where like if I'm going through a hard time, I'm, I'm typically not calling someone every day about it. Like I deal with things just in a different way and that's how they deal with it. But I'm giving them that availability and that openness. Like I remember when I was living with, my friend Tanner, I had a friend who was doing this and he was like, just don't answer. And I was like, I can't, I just feel so bad. Like, I feel like they need me. They're going through a hard time. Like I know their situation. I'm there for them. Like, and he was like, you have to stop making yourself available to everybody and giving your energy to all these people. And I was like, I feel like they need me. And it's not even that I like being needed. So what, what would be your advice? But what, what would happen if you just, if I had, if I said to this, these people, like, hey, I don't have the time or energy right now to deal with this. Or if I just didn't answer, like sometimes they would text me and be like, please call me back. Like it's urgent. Like I know you had a friend like that who would like basically clickbait you and be like, she would be like, I've had friends like this too, where they're like the craziest thing just happened. Call me back. And they've called me like five times. And I'm like, and then I call them, you call them back. The craziest thing is they're like, I accidentally stepped on a ladybug. (laughs) And I'm like, bitch. (laughs) 
I left work for you to tell me this. Like, what? <laughs> no, but it's always something so, like, not crazy. I it's mean, that those, is crazy. Ladybugs are in danger. I know. You're right. That actually would be a crazy <laughs> like, whoa, thing. whoa, whoa, whoa. Back it up. Y'all call me. You DM me when you step on a ladybug. <laughs> no, it's... That, to me, feels a little manipulative. And I think I definitely recognize that. Like, there'd be times where I was with you and I was like, this is what this person said. Like, I feel like I need to call them. And you're like... It's not going to be crazy. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> What's your advice, I guess, for not feeling bad? Mm-hmm. You're much better at that than I am. Like, not feeling guilty about things, not feeling bad, not letting other people being upset with you get to you so much. Like, could not be me. Don't know how to do it. <laughs> I try so hard, and it's something I'm really working on, and I wish I could preach and be like, you have to do this, this, and this. Like, I know what you have to do, but, like, explain it for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. (laughs) I would say this is a very common thing that a lot of people deal with. Is somebody in their life is literally clickbaiting them. OMG, you would not believe what just happened to me. You hear that, Nicole? You're basic. (laughs) (laughs) This happens to everyone. You're not special. (laughs) Um, Just to start that off. Uh, You're basic. (laughs) You're basic. So... I think this is just a good example because a lot of people can probably relate. Um, I did have a friend like this. I no longer have this friend, but it's not... Not because I set boundaries, guys. Don't worry. You're not going to lose friends over this. (laughs) I have friends who I have set boundaries with and they completely understand. I have friends who have set boundaries with me and I completely understand. And so I think it really comes down to, like you were saying, these people don't know you're not available because you're not telling them that you're not available. And so they're going to keep... And it works. They the, your, Their clickbait works. Like Yeah. So they're so, going to keep using that as a tactic. So I think instead, um, just saying, hey, I will call you at blank time. And then you can follow through. And, to, you know, to maintain, you can have that communication. And, like, I think I would definitely just say, like, boundaries are a form of communication. You're laying out... This is how I, this is how I roll, and how about you? Like, and you can even open up the conversation for both people, and like, this person might say like, I feel like I need somebody all the time, and then you can say, I totally hear you. I don't think like I can be there for you all the time, but how can I be there for you? And like, opening up that line of communication. But I think you just have to set like time boundaries. I think that's a huge thing. Is like, I'm available at this time nothing else I'm sorry I missed your call I'm so so sorry I hope you're okay me I know and I did that for the longest time I'm so sorry I'm at work why am I sorry that I'm at work I'm making fucking money right now I'm I'm not sorry I have a job I'm I'm contributing to society sorry about that so sorry yeah I'm the worst at saying I'm sorry Clay our stepdad every time I say sorry I'll be in his way or something and I'm like sorry and he's like what did you say and I'm like "Mm, nothing and he's like why are you sorry why are you sorry he's always asking that I honestly feel like I've gotten better at it yeah. since then because he's a scary dude. Cody. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. He's if you're so listening nice. to this, don't kill us. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cody made me a sorry jar. And Love I'm that. allowed to say sorry. I was saying sorry a lot at our wedding because there were so many people that were helping, like so many vendors. And I was like, I would like, well, I've worked weddings. And so I know what it feels like. And I'd get in people's way. And I'm like, sorry. And they're like, you're the bride. <laughs> like, it's all good that you walked in front of the camera. You're on camera so you shouldn't be saying sorry um anyways to loop it back (laughs) I think you just have to be if you really really care about the friendship it's important to set boundaries because you want to be having positive energy when you're talking to them you don't want to be constantly resenting them constantly feeling like all they do is bother you Mm -hmm. and so they won't know otherwise no one is a mind reader no one some people aren't self-aware unfortunately right and that's why I don't ever want to like bash anyone who's done that because it's like while yes it's frustrating for me it's frustrating for me because I'm not the kind of person who can give them that much time and energy I'm not a therapist I'm not whatever Mm -hmm. but I also haven't told them that right so it's like on me for not setting those boundaries and not saying I don't have the time for this or the energy for this yep I think another way you can like form healthy relationships from the start like for example my best friend Haley shouts out um, love her love her and stand her for life 
it, her and I always pretty much when we talk on the phone we talk on the phone all the time and before we start going off we'll be like can I rant to you for a second like is that okay if I rant to you and she's like oh my gosh yes but it's like we're at least asking like are you like in a good emotional space right now right. where I can like lay it all on you you know or even like I know sometimes if I'm about to launch into something like with you or mm-hmm. whoever I'll be like do you have time? Are you busy right now? Before I like go off into a whole thing. Yeah, you're very good about that. Even when you were really drunk at at Paige's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you busy? Oh my God, I called Jackie. I was literally doing nothing. Like I was watching TV. I was like really high, just hanging out. And Nicole's like, hey, like, what are you doing? I'm like, literally nothing. Are you busy? No, I'm doing literally nothing. (laughs) Can I just tell you something? I'm doing nothing, Nicole. Please tell me. And then, You're like, no. Sorry. Yeah. I'm almost Three sentences nice. later, I'm so sorry. You must be busy. And I'm like, it is it was 11 o'clock like at one night. one in the morning. Yeah. Like, I have insomnia, bitch. I'm not doing shit. I honestly, God, I barely remember that. But. And I think, too, like, if someone ever says to you, like, are you busy? It's okay to be like, actually, yeah, I am busy yeah, right now. I need to remember that people aren't probably going to be offended by my boundaries. And I feel like if you set them in a way that's firm, but like not mean you don't have to be mean about it so anyway is there anything else that you have to like wrap Uh, up i have another question okay this is completely unrelated have you thought about changing your last name to pay so you would be page pro way and cody would be cody conway amazing and you just be cpp again though yeah but page pro way cody conway oh i love it (laughs) And we're the pros and cons. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Y'all are the worst. And then, and then if you go to the doctor, <laughs> they're weighing you. They're like, we're just weighing the pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, I'm leaving this podcast forever. You guys it's can do it forever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's all right. Good. No, that's, that's really good. all I got. Yeah. Do you have anything to wrap up? Um, Final thoughts? I'd say, like, my big thing to leave you all with today is to be okay with being misunderstood. People might not get it. I've set boundaries and had someone say to me, I don't understand. And I said, <laughs> I do not. It's <laughs> okay. And I literally had to respond and say, it's okay for you not to understand, but I do ask that you respect this. Hmm. And she did. You're a better man than I am. <laughs> I could never. I could, I could. You could. You could. Everyone can set boundaries. They are awesome. And But people will misunderstand. People might not get it. It's not for other people. It's not for other people. And they might misunderstand. And that's okay. And that's with a lot of things. Like, stop explaining yourself. People who are constantly asking you to explain yes. yourself are saying, why are you doing it that way? Why are you doing that? I don't need to explain to you why I'm living the way I'm living. Yep. So just in a a general, like, final thought is it's okay to be misunderstood and it's not your job to prove why you're doing anything to anyone ever. And the people who respect you won't require an explanation from you, but you'll probably be more comfortable giving them one because you know that they care so wow now we're all on the same page love that i wanted to say that the whole time (laughs) 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 that was super enlightening yeah that was that was so much really great i'm gonna set one right now at my house i wonder (laughs) bitch you're in my house (laughs) we're gonna wrap up this segment um but we are going to come back in just a few seconds and we're playing a game with Paige. Called Not My Cup of Tea. Called Not My Cup of Tea. We gotta make tea first. Yeah. And then we're gonna come back and play that stage and for that it is. What is your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea? Yeah, that's what's gonna be. We're gonna ask you. We had people write in controversial How fun. things or like unpopular opinions. We're gonna ask you, is this your cup of tea? Most of them, spoiler alert, probably are not. People <laughs> wrote in some weird shit. Yeah, for real. So Most food related. Stay tuned for that. We will be right back. <laughs> So we're going to get back into it. We're going to do our segment, Not My Cup of Tea. This is a new segment since this is only episode three. And we had you guys write in your controversial or like weird things that you do, unpopular opinions. 
And we're going to ask Paige if they are her cup of tea. And we made tea. And we're drinking that. So <laughs> the vibe here is on point. Could not be more authentic. <laughs> fucking liar. So genuine and real. Oh, my God. We are so genuine and real. No, we couldn't make fucking tea. Shout because, out to Maddie Pro. <laughs> we couldn't make fucking tea because all Nicole has in her drawer is sleepy time tea. It's 9 p.m. If y'all aren't trying to get sleepy, that's on you. <laughs> Jackie's like, I woke up three hours ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do me like that. <laughs> okay. So, Paige. Yeah. Do you have one, Jackie? Actually, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, do a personal right. one. Oh, okay. oh, you said you're going to sprinkle This lemon. is one that me and Nicole, we both share, and we want to know, if is this your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Ice in our water. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's definitely my cup of tea. You ice like in water. Ice in your water. Do you guys want to hear a really funny oh, story? Oh, yeah, we yes. have to share. This is the okay. funniest story. So me and Cody had probably only been dating for, like, six months. So, like, a good amount, a good amount of time, but not whatever. You guys know what six months is. Anyway. <laughs> you know what this is. Time? No. <laughs> in case I need to break it down. I don't need to explain this to you. It's three months and another three months. <laughs> so. 24 weeks. <laughs> sure. Get, I got it. Um, Cody brought me a cup of water. I asked for a cup of water and he brings me a cup of water. And it was just water from the tap. So, you know. And I look down at it and I go, does this need ice? <laughs> That was passive aggressive. And then I was like, I did not mean for that to come out like that. I just like was trying to say it in a nicer way than I could so have funny. asked for ice, but then I ended up coming out so passive aggressive. So now all the time, like he will get me water and then he's like, does this need ice? And I'm like, yes, please. No, I do not. Okay. Here's my so, thing. I don't like ice and water. No, because I like to chug water. See? I <laughs> drinking any water you for hours. <laughs> I need water. I, think, I I'm not just going to like take one sip. I'm no. not like a sociopath. <laughs> but taking like, a sip of water. Who the fuck are you? It, warm water just doesn't no. right. But but I can do cold water from the fridge, no ice. Cold water no ice is But that's what I prefer over ice. Spot. Like I would prefer even medium temperature water. Me too. Over because water I don't want to get a brain freeze. The ice gets in the way of chugging it. Unless it's in a water bottle. If it's in a, suck. I don't, even if no, it's, it's in a water bottle, cold. there's ice in it, it's too cold. I think the consensus worldwide is that cold water, no ice is the vibe. Because it's cold, there's no ice to like attack your face or get in the way. Ice is useless. Other countries don't even have ice. Other countries do not use ice. No. I America's don't think it's dumb. necessary. A cold Cut ice, I would say, <laughs> we're going to get canceled. <laughs> not me. Fuck America. Ice companies are coming for us. Oh, no. Okay, so All of our cold. sponsors. <laughs> we're never getting sponsored. Now from the ice companies or not. <laughs> Polar ice sponsor us. Sonic ice only. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, next question. Okay, here's one from Molly. I'm going to name drop her because she's going to come on the podcast. She says, I like to wait until my food is room temp. I wait like 30 minutes after a pizza is delivered, etc. Not my go-to. Yeah, not my go-to. I, will I sometimes have to heat it up once it gets delivered. <laughs> I want it so hot. I don't like it to burn me like I'll eat it too quick sometimes. This is just for pizza. Gross. There's other foods like soup. <laughs> I need soup to be hot. Like fat room temperature. Oh yeah. Ew. Yeah. Fat delivery. That's a no for me. That's a no. Oh wait, no. Fat delivery is good. I'd get fat. So does she all do the time. same thing on the other side with ice cream? All right, Molly. Do you wait? Tell us. DM us. Do you wait for the ice cream to heat up too? <laughs> <But> to melt. <laughs> to heat up. <laughs> all right. Oh. Um. Okay. All right. Here's another one for me. Uh, I like being sore. Is that your cup of tea? I think I do. Mm-hmm. You feel, I mean, I, nobody ever shuts the fuck up about being sore. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sore. Dude, like today. today. I but couldn't even walk I down the stairs. do the same thing. It's every move you make hurts. Yeah. So you're like, you have to oh, say I'm something. so sore. I always make a joke. I'm like, I'm so sore from working out one time this year. Or like something. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. That's a good bit. Be less annoying, but. You know what I really like but is like. you just worked out for three days. 
we days? just worked out for we both worked out three days in a row oh wait two no i did yoga the second day oh, so okay. that counts right that counts that does count we we never work out and we both worked so out so we're three. a this fitness podcast, podcast is, now <laughs> we're um, changing it is health yeah <laughs> not self-improvement is a health podcast physical wow <laughs> we yeah. literally have no idea what our podcast is about it's about everything that means anything people don't That's like that people want us, us to, people want us to have an, a niche they do and it's and they want it to be true crime okay let's see peanut butter pickle sandwich i've actually never tried that so i've heard mixed i've reviews, heard it's good but i have heard it's good for most so i couldn't i can't say i'm not gonna weigh in on that one Jackie's allergic to peanuts. (laughs) But I do have another peanut butter one. Peanut butter instead of butter on corn on the cob. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm open to trying. (laughs) Was that your gross one about corn? (laughs) She goes, I have a gross one about corn. Jackie's like, it's gross and it would also kill me. (laughs) The fact that it's gross is is worse than that it would kill me. I don't know that I would hate that. Corn doesn't have like a crazy specific taste and it's kind of sweet. So it's like, hmm. Peanut butter and jelly. Could be like peanut butter on a banana. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it hits different. If you have braces, you don't want to eat that with braces, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Popcorn and potato chips should be stored in the freezer. Who? <laughs> what? I messaged freezer? her back and I was like, okay, that doesn't sound terrible. Think about like I a frozen potato would- chip. What would that even taste like? She says it tastes saltier. I actually messaged her. She said it tastes saltier and like more flavorful or something. Hmm. Maybe it like keeps them from going stale. Okay. I like stale foods though. Ew. I love stale popcorn. Uh, That is not my cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a no. Um, I I guess these are a lot of things I haven't tried. I'm learning. Okay. Okay. We're going to do an episode where we try all this stuff. Yeah, we'll do a follow up. Okay. Okay. Listen to this one. I put on... Sock, shoe, sock, shoe. <laughs> like, not sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Oh, I don't like that. I responded and said, that has sociopath vibes. <laughs> Sociopathic energy. Mm-hmm. I, would I did get an explanation, but. Okay. That means that this person only puts on socks when they put on shoes. And I don't like that. <laughs> I guess if she was just putting on socks, it would just be sock, sock. sock Although, shoe, sock, that's how I do it. She said it's because. <laughs> She said it's because she puts lotion on her feet before she puts socks and shoes on. (laughs) That That made it worse. I really didn't think. I apologize to this person. You have, you do whatever you gotta do, but. She keeps her feet hydrated. (laughs) She puts on, she says she puts her foot up to put the lotion on, and then she's like, okay, I'm gonna put the sock on now. It's like a spot treatment. Well, not that the foot with the sock on is up. I'm just going to put the shoe on, too. Although, I can vouch and say that I've seen her just put on shoe-shoe after she's already had socks on. I don't know. I don't know. Dang. It. Okay. I. It checks out in a way. What, is that your cup of tea? I'd say no. No? Not for you? Not for me, but I, I wouldn't say it's wrong. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> it, in some morally, ways, <laughs> morally, it does feel wrong. it's okay okay um what about one girl says okay i have a couple one girl says beyonce is way 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 too overrated and another girl says taylor swift is annoying i would say beyonce is overrated um but i feel like people i feel like she's not like that big of a deal anymore yeah it used to be like she was the queen bee but i feel like like people now give that energy to rihanna yeah, yeah. Well, there are like kind of deserves it. Yeah, there are people who are like obsessed with Beyonce. They call themselves the Beehive. But like that's everyone. Everyone has stands. That's yeah. Like Ariana Grande. Yeah, and like Swifties. Yeah, who are you a stand of? Ariana Grande. You're. I'm. I do not. I'm, I'm not a stand of anything. I feel like I do not get that. <laughs> you don't even know what their stands are called. I, Wait, what? Are, what do you stand? I don't stand anything. I feel like I missed that. Gene. I'm not like a groupie. Or yeah, what she's is it really called? the only one I stand. I'm like, I'm not a groupie. Is that what the kids are <laughs> saying? I just get disappointed so easily. Yeah, that's true. People usually let you down. She doesn't let me down. Okay, here's another one. The Shrek 2 soundtrack is the greatest music compilation of all time. <laughs> I'd say that's my cup of tea. Really? Yeah. Shrek 2. Like, accidentally in love? Is that on there? Um, do you have any more? I have a few more. Yeah. I'll do... Hot dogs. 
not my cup of tea. <laughs> uh, I could, Did someone I just send that? <laughs> they said, I hate that I like hot dogs. Uh, okay, last one. Pizza dipped in ketchup actually makes it really good. Makes it sweeter. <laughs> How do you details? need to make pizza sweeter? <laughs> I say, I say that's not my cup of tea. Mm-mm. Enough tomatoes. I don't Sometimes want my don't pizza to be sweeter. Thing. For sure. Um, not for me. This person said mustard on cold. Oh yeah, mustard on cold pizza. Um, I said, "What's what's something you do that other people think think is weird?" And Tanner Ely responded, "Exist, (laughs) (laughs) existing, not my cup of tea." So shout out to him. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining us, Paige. Tell everyone where they can find you. Yes, my fuck. I don't know my Instagram. Leave that in. <laughs> I just changed it. Okay. Oh, you changed it for your name? Yeah, but Paige, all Paige Conways were taken. So my Instagram is at Paige's Garden underscore. So that's where you can find me. Come follow me. Great. You can find us at So Good So Far Podcast on Instagram. Or if you go to my personal account, Jackie's Attic, you could follow me there. Yeah, or follow me at Nicole Pilgrim. And we will see you guys next week for episode four. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> stop numbering them. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you wanna do it with us? Yeah. Okay, it's been so, so good, good so, so far. far. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. <laughs> Don't be shy. Close it out. I'm, like, I'm scared to wrap it up. <laughs> it's been so much fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Nicole is incapacitated. <laughs> We're going to knock out Nicole for this next part. <laughs> Nicole's not going to be here. We're slapping Nicole around. <laughs> okay.